We welcome you back to the shoot-around with Robert Lucero. It's presented by Plains Capital Bank. Plains Capital located in the heart of Westlake on BK's Road, just behind the shops at Mira Vista. Visit plainscapital.com. Coach, it all starts with a not necessarily a come-from-behind victory over Bowie, but they got the early lead and the opportunity really to uh, put together a run against Bowie that, that really showed exactly what you can do when a team gets competitive and pushes the envelope. What did you learn in the last couple days on a short schedule to get ready tonight for Aikens? The, the guys had to prepare for Aikens in one day. So, uh, you know, yesterday we did our film throughout the, the, the athletic period, and we had to go and recover, re, rehash Bowie, the positives and the negatives, um, and the things that we need to work on. And then we had a practice, and I just thought coming into practice that they did a really good job of getting out there and being competitive. So the one thing that I always worry about this time of the year, you know, we have whatever 10 or so games before the playoffs. The rotations have kind of been set, you know, trying to add some other guys into the rotation. And so that means some guys aren't getting playing time. And I always worry that the, the entire team's not engaged into practice. And because, you know, sometimes it's hard to put that much time in two hours every, every day uh, when you're not getting to play. But what I was really impressed with yesterday is that everybody, eight, all 18 guys came to practice and got after it. Um, and so, you know, usually when the three teams are as competitive as they were yesterday, uh, usually the next day, um, you know, we have you know, a, a pretty good, you know, feel that we're going to, you know, come out and at least play hard. You look at uh, what you're able to do with some of the rotation, and we've seen guys get an opportunity. Practice really uh, tells you where your team's mindset is at. I know you're talking about psychology, but, you know, we in reference to football, because that's what, you know, we talk about what Todd Dodge said. You know, we, we have a practice where nobody sits on their helmet. You have a practice where nobody's sitting on the bench, and, and everybody's involved and everybody has their role. Do you think it, that actually helps when it comes to preparation? Everybody gets engaged, so everybody's getting everyone's best stuff. And, and I look at some of these JV players. You're in the court watching. You know, you're, you're, you're right here watching and, and finding out who is putting the work in and who might not be putting in the work in. And it sounds like you've got good buy-in from everyone. That's probably one of the things just in my time here that I've been, you know, very fortunate is that everybody on the team bought in. And you can be unhappy and, like, you know, the times on, when I was on teams or when I wasn't getting the playing time that I wanted, of course you're unhappy. But that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you don't come out and work hard every day or you don't cheer for your teammate. And we talk a lot about in culture class about everybody is, you know, always preaches sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And then, and then when it's time for you to have to sacrifice, then that's the challenge, you know. And, you know, we have a bunch of guys on this team that have been sacrificing, and I think it shows – um, when you can play 8, 9, 10, 11, um, and you don't have a drop-off or, you know, the game against Bowie, you know, we had a, a group out there that had Mo, Diego, Cade, DV, and KJ, and I bet this year that group had probably played maybe five minutes together total max, but, you know, they, they do practice together frequently, maybe not that specific team, but, uh, you know, now you're, you're talking about we have a bunch of guys that if they're making the run, then it's their turn that day. You know, some days Cage is going to have a ton of points. Sometimes they're going to double them, and then we're going to have a bunch of threes that day. You know, sometimes Carson May is playing really well, and DB doesn't get as much playing time. Sometimes DB's playing well, and Carson doesn't get as much playing time, but, you know, I think that's when you talk about um, that's team, you know, and, and are we going to be happy at the end 
with the result, you know, uh, regardless, you know, if we win, regardless of how many points I got to score. Honestly, Coach, it's ironic that you you put it in this term because, you know, 16 conversations with Coach Dodge about that very thing. It's not what the Chaparrales can do for you. It's what you can do for the Chaparrales. And it's so unique to hear that same culture coming from Westlake basketball because I know the women have it as well, and I know that it's uh, certainly something that everyone is striving for. It's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to actually have it. And really, I go back to the last couple of years and talking to some of your players about just how difficult practice can be. And I think that's where you really start to understand that the competitive nature comes out with each other. It's not so much that the competitive nature comes out in games. That's expected. But but how high the competitive level gets in practice kind of breeds that success. And it breeds an opportunity when people are going good, you have the confidence to leave them in to continue to compete. Yeah, you know, because every day I listen to a podcast Kevin Garnett in it, and, and I always worried uh, that the day before a game, I, you know, I, I would think, maybe, man, maybe we go too hard or maybe it's too intense, and I always worry about that in the back of my mind. Kevin Garnett said, no, back-to-backs are actually the best. The, day, the first day you get into your rhythm, so then second day of the back-to-back, you're already in the rhythm, you know, because you just played. And it put me at ease when you think about the game. You know, our practice can be, you know, we try to make it as realistic as we can, game prepared for the next day. And so hopefully the guys get into the rhythm and they have an, ex- you know, they know what to expect from the other team. Um, and then all 18 guys can step in and, if needed and be able to execute and, uh, you know, and the defensive game plan and the offensive game plan. Let's talk briefly about uh, the Aikens Eagles. Obviously, we know 4-15, and 1-5 and five in district play. However, you talk about a team that's got a little bit of hunger, you win 55-52 over Lehman. You have a close game with Austin High, your opponent on Friday. The last two games, we talk about teams that can put good film together in back-to-back games. While you're picked and obviously favored in this one, it is a game that you always have to worry about maintaining focus. Yeah, all, all the time. You know, you get a quick turnaround, so you only have one day prep, so you're trying to squeeze it all in. Uh, they, they have, uh, they're a little bit different uh, from... Uh, our last two opponents, in the sense, the last two opponents were, you know, heavy three-point shooting teams. Aikens is going to be a little bit more drive. They run some good stuff to create their drive gaps, um, but not necessarily do we want, you know, we still want to take away the three-point line, but you still have to be more prepared for drives, and so it's a little bit of a shift defensively. Uh, you don't want them to get to the rim for, for free-run uh, layups. Um, and then, you know, they're one in five now in district. They start losing a couple more games, and before you know it, they're out of the playoff hunt. So this is almost like a playoff game for them. Um, you know, if they could get a win tonight, uh, it keeps them alive. It, you know, gets the momentum in their favor. And, and I, you know, you talk, you talk to the guys like uh, the sign of a mature team is one that, you know, you're, we're not worried about who we're playing. You know, it's like it, it doesn't matter. We're going to prepare the same way. You're going to play with the same energy. You're going to play the same effort. Uh, you know, you want to come and defend home court. Um, and you want to stay in that rhythm that you're in so that way uh, we don't have to be humbled because we got uh, ahead of ourselves. Coach, as always, thanks for the time and good Thank luck. You. Thank you. That's the shoot around with Robert Lucero, and it's presented by Plains Capital Bank. Plains Capital located in the heart of Westlake on BK's Road, just behind the shops at Mira Vista. Visit plainscapital.com or stop by anytime and learn how you can bank the Westlake way. Coming up, the starting lineups and the tip-off, live from Al Bennett Court on the campus of Westlake High School. This is Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps, and I'd like to tell you about the best-kept secret in Westlake, Arrive Luxury and Property Management. They're proudly Westlake-owned and operated, and if you own a luxury home in the hills of Westlake, you could turn your beautiful property into a stunning vacation getaway. When you travel, Arrive can turn your home into a five-star resort. Visit ArriveLuxury.com. Just Google it. This is the next level of generating revenue for your home. Check it out. 
at ArriveLuxury.com. Arrive Luxury and Property Management, proud sponsors of Westlake Athletics. Victory Medical Westlake is proud once again to be an official sponsor of Westlake Nation and all Westlake student-athletes. Victory Medical offers sports medicine, family medicine, and so much more. No appointments necessary, as walk-ins are always welcome. Look for Victory Medical at the corner of Bee Cave Road in West Bank or call 512-462-3627. That's 512-462-3627. Or click victorymed.com. Go Shaps! For over 100 years, the Coverts have sold over 1 million cars in Chevy and GMC trucks. We take a lot of pride in that. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and to be the leader, you have to offer more. We offer five convenient service locations for you to choose from. And, of course, the famous low covert price. No matter where you shop, no matter what you've been offered, the Coverts will beat it. It's just that simple. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, Highway 71 in Bastrop. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps, and like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click MyCryoFit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your workout. Hey football fans, leave the Hail Marys for the game and go for the sure thing when it comes to satisfying your craving. When you pick up Raisin Cane's for game day, all you have to worry about is the score because we've got the food covered with fresh, never ever frozen chicken fingers, cane sauce, and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. Raisin Cane's chicken fingers, one love. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, located at the corner of BK's Road and Walsh Charlton in the heart of Westlake. Go Shaps! Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on Bee Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake right here in Westlake. Welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Joe Taylor joining you live from Al Bennett Court here on the campus of Westlake High School. We welcome you to tonight's District 25-6A matchup here live on the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com. Whether you're listening on a boat or whether you're listening across town, we thank all of you for joining us here for tonight's game with the Aikens Eagles and the Westlake Chaparrales. Aikens coming in 4-15 and overall, 1-5 and in district play. But that one was a win over the weekend, 55-52 over Lehman. For the Wesley Chaparrales, a hard-fought 63-56 win over Bowie, 22-1 overall with a 6-0 district record looking to stay right where they are at the top of District 25-6A. We give you the starting lineups first for the visiting Aikens Eagles. It'll be Robert Mallett, the fourth, 6'2", junior power forward and small forward, Nate Davis, 6'0", sophomore, Michael Robertson, a 6'3", junior guard. He also plays down in the post as well as a small forward. Jackson Henry, a 6'2", junior power forward, 
And at the point guard, Beto Morales, a 5'8 senior point guard. So it'll be Morales, Henry, Robertson, Davis, and Mallett. And for the Westlake Chaparrales, It'll be Rory Monroe, 6'4", senior guard. K.J. Adams, 6'7", junior guard. Also plays down in the post as well. Ian Moat, 6'0", junior point guard. Connor McManus, the 6'0", sophomore guard. And Carson May with 6'7", senior post player as well. So for the Westlake Chaparrales, it'll be May, McManus, Moat, Adams, and Monroe. Four M's and an A as Westlake in their home white jerseys with these cursive shaps across the front of the jersey with the red numerals trimmed in blue with the white shorts and the red and blue trim. Aikens in a very deep, dark navy with the gold trim. The eagles spelled out in blocked letters and more of an italicized font with the numbers as well. As Westlake will move right to left to start things off, Aikens left to right and controlling the tip is Westlake as Monroe gets it over to Moat. Moat trying to move it over to K.J. Adams. Moat trying to make a move here defensively to the top of the arc to McManus. McManus into the high post to K.J. Balls poked away momentarily, but Moat able to get it. His low post pass is intercepted. And now coming down the court hard, here is Robert Mallett, the fourth, the talented football player for the Aikens Eagles. And now Nate Davis will set things up for the half-court offense here for Aikens. Back over to the top of the arc here to Jackson Henry. Back over to the right wing to Robertson. Robertson moving the basketball up to Morales. Morales trying to set things up for Jackson Henry. Good defense here in the zone for Westlake to lead things off in the first possession. No score as we are over half a minute into this one in the first quarter. Whistle away from the basketball here. We'll have to see what the foul is all about. And it will be against Aikens. So Jackson Henry, Jackson Henry picks up his first personal foul. First team foul. Again, no score. Two possessions here. One Westlake with the turnover. And with the turnover, Westlake averaging just over an 11.5 turnovers per ball game. It's a low number for an elite squad here. And now Moat on the other end trying to atone for that intercepted pass. Fires up a three-point shot. That one is no good. Carson May comes down with the rebound. But reaching in is Robert Mallett the fourth to tie up the basketball. So it's a jump ball. The possession arrow will go to Aikens. The Eagles, like I said, mentioned they won their last game played, and even though it's been a disappointing season yet again here for the Eagles, they have something to smile about with a district win. In fact, back-to-back close calls. Again, a 41-38 loss to Austin High, and then a 55-52 win over Lehman. So things on the up and up right now. As Michael Robertson fires the basketball over to the left wing, and it's an errant pass, goes out of bounds. Last touched by Aikens, so it will be Westlake basketball. 6.42 to play here, opening quarter. Still no score, as we have yet to have a field goal here on Bennett Court. Now KJ trying to drive down the right side of the lane. Feeds the double team and fires into the corner. This time, Ian Moat comes up big with a three-pointer to start things off. It's 3-0 Westlake. Moat shooting at 50% from the area just inside the three-point line, 33% beyond the arc as he fires up a pretty good shot from the corner. Now trying to work around a screen here is Morales. Morales gets it over to the left wing to Robertson. Robertson picks up his dribble, looking for a man down low, doesn't have it, now kicks it back over to the left wing to Mallett. Mallett again looking to reset the half-court offense. He'll do so with Nate Davis. In a lot of space here on the floor, trying to open up driving lanes, as you heard Robert Lucero talk about in the opening with the shoot-around with Robert Lucero. Now over the left wing, Robertson trying to set up Morales. Morales with the dribble drive, kicks it over to the corner. Still trying to make room for Michael Robertson. Doesn't have it. Good, strong defense here for Westlake in the 2-3 zone. 
Three nothing Westlake. Five thirty eight to play. Clock moving here in the first quarter, and Nate Davis trying to suck the air out of the basketball here, trying to create multiple opportunities here. Now a three point shot on the way from the right wing for Michael Robertson. It's no good. And May comes down with the rebound. Now dribbling all the way down court is K.J. Adams. He feeds May on a give-and-go as he went from the left block to the right block, found May, and May converts on the short layup. Nice job there by Carson, who had 10 points on Saturday afternoon against Bowie. He was able to score the first two buckets of the second half as he was left all alone as all attention was on K.J. Adams. And the Shaps have a 5-0 lead here with three minutes gone by in the opening quarter. Now Morales trying to make a move around the screen. Doesn't have it. Kicks it over to Robertson. Robertson with the drive, and he walked with the basketball. It's a traveling violation here on Aikens, so another unforced error there for Aikens, and Moat will inbound the basketball. Still nursing that issue with his pinky finger. Again, probably just a slight fracture there that he has taped down. Rory Monroe now getting into the low post to K.J. Adams, who has a baby hook pass over to Moat, back over to McManus at the top of the arc. Now K.J. cross court from the corner to the corner to Monroe. Monroe drives into the lane, puts up the shot. The shot is good from point-blank range, and Rory is on the board with two points. It's now 7-0 as Westlake has gone a 7-0 run to start the game. Once again, the... uh, Theory here for the Aikens Eagles is minimize possessions here. Don't let Westlake run away with it. But they've got to find a way to drop a dime here on this possession. Now, Nate Davis trying to drive into the high elbow. Doesn't have it. Kicks it over to the left elbow to Jackson Henry. Into the corner to Mallet. Mallet thinks about a 12-foot jump shot, but now resets to Beto Morales. Morales trying to take McManus off the dribble. Doesn't have it. Gives it over to Robertson at the top of the arc. Robertson with the between-the-legs dribble gets it over to Morales. Beto Surveying, gives it up to Robert Mallett. Mallett, who picks up his dribble, just gives a little pass over to Davis. Davis over to Robertson. Robertson to Morales on the left wing, trying to take McManus off the dribble again. Doesn't have it. Now resets the offense again. As now Morales trying to go around a screen here provided by Jackson Henry. He gets a step, puts up the shot, May blocks it. And now the outlet pass here on a 2-2 break for Westlake. KJ coming down the arc, doesn't have it. Kicks it over to Monroe. Monroe for three, hits the side of the backboard, but McManus is there to clean it up. McManus with a nice offensive board there, and he's on the board here in the first quarter. It's a 9-0 run to start the ball game here after all that for Eagles on their side of the court. They have the ball poked away. On the rejection by Carson. And even though the shot by Rory went off the backboard, he was able to clear it up. Was McManus. Now driving the baseline is Morales. Morales kicks it over to Robertson. Robertson for an NBA level three, and that one is good. Good job there by the six foot three junior as he put up a good looking three point shot there from almost 24 feet away from the left wing. And just like that, the lead's been cut into a third. 9 3 now, Westlake with the lead. Now trying to drop it inside on the uh, post game there from McManus. Has his pass picked off. Aikens the other way. Going baseline here. Putting up the shot is Nate Davis. And that shot is good. And Davis is fouled. Good mall movement down the court on the interception down low. On the pass down to KJ. Aikens got up and ran. And the pass, or excuse me, the foul is going to be called on Carson May. That's his first personal foul. That's the first team foul, and Davis will go to the line to shoot the and one to try to draw Aikens a little bit closer here as he steps to the line. His left foot slightly behind his back foot as he puts up the right-handed shot. That one no good off the front iron. K.J. skying for the rebound. So it's 9-5, to five, a four-point advantage here as Mankel checks into the ballgame along with 
Daniel Villarreal. DV picking up the screen here for KJ. KJ driving to the hole, puts up the shot. That shot is no good, but KJ is fouled. Adams with 36 points against Bowie. As he had a monster game down low. And Jackson Henry picks up his second personal foul. And uh, that is the second team foul as K.J. Adams and his 76% free throw shooting steps to the line, and he misses the front end of the two shots. As I mentioned, Cade Mankel in the ball game along with Daniel Villarreal. McManus is going to check out for Diego Schleppe, the six-foot junior guard coming in, shooting 46% from the field, 40% from three-point land, and doing a lot with his opportunities as he has nine steals on the season to go along with five blocks. Not bad from a guard, and K.J. connects with his first point of the first quarter. 10-5 Westlake lead here. The lead's been as large as nine. As we thank all of you for joining us live on the Westlake Shop app and, of course, on westlakeshops.com. Now resetting the offense here is Nate Davis. Davis stops, pauses, gives it up to Robertson. Robertson with a three-pointer, a couple of trips down the line. It's really the only made field goal here. Other than the end, one by Davis, and that's where we sit. Not 10 to 5 with 150 to play in the first quarter. Beto Morales casually dribbling over to the right side. Picked up defensively here by Moat. Moat comes out to greet him. Now a kick into the corner here as Davis drives baseline, puts up the shot. He hangs in the air, and that layup is no good. And a foul is going to be called offensively. So Nate Davis picks up his first personal foul. That's the third team foul. 10-5 Westlake lead with 140 to play in the first quarter. Now Moat trying to drive by Morales. Doesn't have it. Pulls up his dribble out to the right elbow. And now a traveling violation is going to be called on Mo as he moved his pivot foot as he got rid of the basketball to flash that pass into the high elbow to K.J. Adams. And Westlake turns the ball over here with a 10-5 lead with 90 seconds to play first quarter. Morales is... With that left hand, casually dribbling across the timeline right there near the Westlake logo here at Albanet Court. Morales trying to work around a trap here. Here it comes. He works against the zone, gets it up nicely here to Davis, who resets the offense. And now coming out to guard tightly is Moat. Now Davis trying to streak to the uh, right side of the lane, gives up the, sh- gives up the rock as he passes back out to the top of the key. And KJ is there to intercept the basketball. He falls down, but contact is made. And that is going to be the third personal foul here in the first quarter for Jackson Henry. The 6'2 junior power forward has to come off the floor now in favor of Jayshon Upton, the 5'8 sophomore point guard. So he is on the floor now, and he picks up Diego Schleppe. Now Moat spots and pops from three-point land at the top of the arc. That one no good, and Robertson pulls down the rebound. Now into the front court is Beto Morales. He'll reset here as he hands the rock off to Jayshon Upton. Upton guarded tightly by Mankel. Mankel now whistle away from the basketball here. There's a foul away from the basketball. And it's going to be on number 33, Diego Schleppe. That's his first personal foul, second team foul for Westlake. Four team fouls here for the Eagles. Only 15 points scored by both ball clubs here in the first quarter as Aikens has really taken time off the clock to limit possessions. Now trying to answer is Upton. Upton trying to shake Moat. Can't do it. Gets it back out to Robertson. Robertson dribbling with the left hand, waiting for Morales. He's got it. Now Beto trying to reset everything here at the top of the arc, working for the final shot. Here's Upton. He will backpedal here, trying to work against 
Moat. Now Morales into the front court. The final 10 seconds as they work it down, slow the pace completely as Morales is going to work for the final shot. Trying to make his move around Schleppe. Pulls up at the top of the arc. Fires up a three-pointer. That one is no good, and that's the final shot of the first quarter where Westlake leads Aikens 10-5. Yes, you heard that correctly. After one quarter of play, it's Westlake 10, Aikens 5. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still, and let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice-cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast, too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. Welcome back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor joining you here for the second quarter. 10-5 Westlake over Aikens, who have slowed the pace considerably, limiting as many offensive possessions as they possibly can. Daniel Villarreal on the floor along with Moat and Mankel and K.J. Adams and Diego Schleppe. Mankel with the basketball right now as he calmly dribbles back out to reset the half-court offense. Into the high elbow is Villarreal. D.V. driving to the hole. Puts up the shot. The shot is good. Count it for D.V. And he is fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot the and one. Foul's going to be called, I believe, on Robert Mallett the fourth. So Robert Mallett the fourth picking up his first personal foul. 15 foul here and. D.V. will go to the line as Villarreal, the six-foot-five senior freshman, or senior forward, rather, shooting at 83% from the free throw line, and he knocks it down for the end one here in the second quarter. First points for Westlake as he has three points. Carson May with two, Connor McManus with two, Ian Moat with a three-pointer, K.J. Adams with just the lone free throw, and Roy Monroe with a field goal as well. So all the starting five. Got a chance to score here. And now on the right wing is Michael Robertson. Robertson gives it up to Upton. Upton trying to shake Mankel. Can't do it. And he'll reset the offense here, trying to work it over to the left wing here in front of the Westlake bench to Robertson. Robertson guarded tightly by Moat. Now into the game here for the Aikens Eagles is Elijah Jackson. Jackson gives it up to Upton. Upton driving, kicking it over to Robert Mallett, the fourth, who faked a three-pointer in the face of K.J. Adams. Now resets it and gives it to the left wing to Robertson again. This tactic here of just taking the air out of the basketball and reducing it. No shot clock in high school basketball. So Aikens is in no hurry until they get a wide open look. And that time they did from the left wing by Robertson, and he can't connect. That three-pointer no good. The rebound controlled by Daniel Villarreal. He gives it up to Schleppe, who comes across the timeline here. Schleppe caught in the trap, gets it over to K.J. Adams, and Adams got, he got caught up there on the right wing as he moved his feet. And a traveling violation has been called. Carson May is going to check into the ball game here for Daniel Villarreal, who checks out with three points. Westlake leading 13-5. It's an eight-point advantage here as 
inbounding the basketball will be Robert Mount with the fourth in front of the Eagles bench. And now Upton's going to bring it up with a left-handed dribble. A sophomore picked up in the backcourt here by Diego Schleppe as he crosses the timeline. Gets it over to the Al Bennett logo in front of the Westlake bench to Mallet. Back over to Robertson. Back to Mallet. Mallet looking for Morales. Doesn't have him on the screen there. Now KJ pokes the basketball away. KJ in the open court. Takes it up. Hammers it down with a two-handed jam. A beautiful job there in the open as he forced the steal, did KJ, and KJ threw it down with the thunder there. He now has three points, 15-5, 10-point advantage, largest lead for Westlake with 5.55 to play here in the first half. KJ with a thunder dunk here, and now Morales trying to work his way through the zone, stopping and popping for a three-point shot. Good-looking shot there, but it just didn't fall off the back iron. And now Mankel into the open court here across the timeline to K.J. Adams, who rifles a pass into the corner to McManus. Back over to Mankel. Wide open three-point shot here for Carson May, bringing rain. And that one just caroms off the back iron. Good shot there on the catch and shoot by Carson May. But on the rebound, a foul has been called against Akins. So Nate Davis checking back into the ball game here. Robert Mallett, the fourth, taking a seat. 16 fouls here, and now the lob into the double team. From Diego Schleppe to K.J. Adams, he wrestles with the basketball, loses it. Carson May finds the open basketball and retains possession here for Westlake. Good defense here for Upton. Schleppe shakes him momentarily, gets it over to the right wing to Mankel. Mankel trying to make a move around Morales, gives it up to Carson May. Left-handed dribble for Carson. A one-bounce dribble gives it up to Schleppe. The give-and-go from Schleppe to Carson May. Carson goes up for the finger roll with the right hand and connects. Carson May now with four points. As he gets a bucket there, now a 12-point advantage as Roy Monroe sets to check back in the ball game. Here's Akins on the other end. Nate Davis over to Robertson, gets it over to Jackson. Jackson over to Robertson. Robertson in the high post gives it back up to Jackson. Elijah now resetting here, trying to calm down the pace as Westlake has come out of the first quarter timeout. Upton going hard to the hole. That shot rejected, and the ball goes out of bounds. That's the second block for Carson May. As he blocks Upton's layup opportunity, Roy Monroe checks in for Cade Mankel. And it will be Aikens basketball after the rejection of Upton's layup opportunity from the left block. And now foul's going to be called away from the basketball. So the foul's going to be called, I believe, on Moat away from... Moat's not even in the game, so I'm not too sure why he said 2-5. It's probably 3-5. And we're still trying to figure out who the foul was on. And the whistle blows again. So Connor McManus picks up the personal foul. That's the first personal foul for Connor. Now 14 fouls for Westlake here, and they lead 17-5. to Inbounding the basketball will be Nate Davis. He gets it over to Beto Morales. Morales crosses the timeline here right in front of the broadcast table. Connor McManus picks him up in the zone defense. It's a 2-1-2 look for Westlake here with Rory down in the post. As Upton now from the left wing, fires to the right wing. Now off the screen, elevating for a long two-point shot just inside the free throw line is... Beto Morales, he has his first field goal of the ballgame. He is now two of four, or excuse me, one of four, rather, as he has elevated four times for a field goal try. That's the first time he's got it to connect. Beto Morales almost stealing the basketball away from him. Rory gets it back, gets it over to Carson. Carson with a one-dribble pass to McManus. McManus back over to Carson May. May connects, but they're going to say Carson traveled with the basketball before the shot. That's a good give-and-go move as he flashes down after he gives up the rock. He goes straight to the basket. And it's a little give-and-go game there. 
but May unfortunately walked with the basketball, so no points. Back up to a 10-point advantage here for Westlake as Morales comes across the timeline. 17-7 is your score as Upton gets it over to Morales. Morales with a one dribble, trying to drive to the lane. Doesn't have it. Kicks it over to Eliza Jackson, who has a wide-open three-point shot from the right corner. That one is no good. Now in transition, KJ loses the basketball momentarily. Finds Rory. Rory under the basket finds McManus. Diego Schleppe had a momentary opportunity for a three-point shot at the top of the arc. Didn't happen. He gets it over to the left wing to Rory. Monroe feeds KJ down low, and a foul's been called against Akins. Foul's going to occur on the floor as Moat comes back into the ballgame. So with that, it will be the bonus here for Westlake. So the seventh team foul. As KJ eyes the first of two, buries that one. He is one of two before that shot, now two of three. As KJ was one of two in the first quarter. In fact, that's the only point he had in the first quarter was a free throw. And he adds the second one here. Now has five points in the game. 19-7, 12-point advantage. Again, matches the largest lead of the evening as Aikens looking to stay tight with Westlake in the final 319 in this ballgame here in the first half. Now working his magic with the dribble is Upton. Jayshon trying to go around to Connor McManus, and this is going to be an offensive foul as he dug his forearm into the midsection there. So Upton will pick up his first personal foul. And that is the eighth team foul. It should be the inbound here goes to Ian Moat. 19-7 advantage here for Mo as he works against Morales, who has not come out of the game here in this first half. Daniel Villarreal back into the ballgame here as he checks in. Now Moat trying to get into the post to KJ. KJ trying to knife his way into the into the lane and put up the shot, and he took too many steps into their traveling violation here. As, once again, K.J. just cannot get the space down low. Aikens delivering a doozy here on K.J. Adams and denying the post with their athleticism. Pretty impressive stuff here for Coach Rashad Culver's defensive unit on K.J. Adams. He managed to allow the big man just seven points. Now trying to dribble drive around K.J. Adams is Nate Davis. Nate Davis gives it up to Robertson over to the corner here to Jackson. Jackson will reset the offense with Morales. Guarding tightly is McManus, but trying to set a screen is Davis. Davis will back off, and McManus will stay there in the zone. He lets Morales drive by him briefly, affects the pass over here to Jackson. Jackson somehow able to get control of the basketball, elevate in the lane, and finish with the left hand. Nice little floater there with the left hand for Jackson as he scores his first Field goal, 19-9 now, excuse me, a 10-point advantage here. McManus inside to K.J. Adams. Adams all alone because his defender down low, Davis, had actually fallen down, and that's an easy bucket there for K.J. Adams, who now has six points in the quarter. 21-19 here as Jackson dribbles down on the baseline. He steps on the baseline, and it's a turnover, and the basketball will belong to Westlake here with 146 to play. So a little barrage here for Westlake as they lead 21-9, 140 as K.J. brings the ball across the timeline, gives it up to Moat. Moat driving in, stops and pops at the free throw line at the right elbow. That's no good. Elevating is K.J. Adams to try to get the rebound, struggling to get coverage, and now K.J. is fouled as he tries to go up hard for the shot. And he's actually thrown down almost as it's a physical ball game down there. And it's going to be 
Mike Robertson's first personal foul is nine team fouls are now on the board here for the Aikens Eagles, and K.J. will step to the line. Mentioned he is now three of four on the evening from the free throw line. As the junior six foot seven post player puts up the shot, it's good. Now 22 to nine. And Sebastian Hernandez is checking into the ballgame now for the Aikens Eagles. Hernandez, a six-foot junior shooting guard. He has checked in for the final 90 seconds here. K.J. releases the second free throw, and that one is good. So K.J. with now eight in the quarter, four of those eight from the charity stripe. 23-9, your score. Westlake with the big advantage inside 90 seconds to play here in the first half. McManus crashing down on Beto Morales. Morales dribbles to the right side with the right hand, trying to set up the half-court offense, looking for a screen, trying to drive by Monroe in the defense here. Pretty good as he walks his way into the lane. Morales is actually going to be hit with the foul as Rory Monroe picks up his first personal foul. That's the 16 foul against Westlake as a blocking foul called as Morales tried to dribble to the lane. Good move there footwork-wise. Morales trying to desperately find a man, and that one on the inbound is intercepted by Monroe. Monroe into the front court here to K.J. Adams. Adams fakes the shot and hands it off to Daniel Villarreal, and Villarreal finishes with the easy layup with the right hand. So Villarreal with five points here in the quarter. Now a three-pointer on the other end. Launched from the right wing by Michael Robertson. That shot no good. And now on the outlet pass, it's stolen by Moat, then stolen by Robertson, then stolen by McManus. McManus feeds Rory Monroe. Monroe goes up from the right block, and he is fouled. Count the shot, and Rory will go to the line to shoot the and one. Wow, the ball changed possessions three times as it was trying to pass the timeline as Moat had the ball, then he had it intercepted, then he stole it back, then then McManus had it stolen out from under him by Robertson, and then McManus stole it back and somehow found K.J. Adams, and then Adams got it down to Monroe to finish the job. So good job there by Rory as he adds the end one. He now has five points in the ballgame, and Westlake lead is now 28-9. to It's a 19-point advantage of the largest lead in the final half minute here, ticking off the clock in the second quarter. We invite you to stay tuned for the Colhane Premier Properties halftime program. We'll go over some of the points and some of the statistical information here. Of course, hopefully give you an update on the Westlake women's team playing on the road tonight at Aikens. And now a timeout's going to be called here. We will take it as well back in a moment as this is Westlake basketball. Football is all about strategy, preparation, and execution. And you've got Shaps in your corner with Elticon Wealth Management. Elticon was founded by former Westlake quarterback Mark Mangum, and he's hired all-stars Brent Beasley and lifetime Shap Lewis Gilbo to quarterback your financial future. Click Elticon.com for more information. Elticon Wealth Management, a proud member of Westlake Nation and proudly Westlake-owned and operated. Strategy, preparation, and execution. Elticon Wealth Management, calling the right plays for your financial future. The Felger Insurance Agency. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball, 28-9. to I apologize, didn't see the 32nd timeout. Thought it was a full timeout, which I thought was a little interesting given the fact that there's only 7.37 seconds remaining in the first half. Westlake with a 20... With a 19-point advantage, excuse me, 28-9, to your score on the floor here for the Aikens Eagles. It'll be the... Trying to inbound the basketball here is Sebastian Hernandez. Hernandez gets it in. Final four seconds to Morales. Morales puts up a runner on the left elbow. That shot no good off the glass. And that'll do it for the first half of play. 
Again, a very interesting uh, set of opportunities here for both ball clubs. Westlake coming out and scoring 18 points in the second quarter to their 10 from the first quarter. And they head to the locker room up 28-9. A 19-point advantage, the largest lead of the night. When we come back after this quick timeout, we'll have the Colhane Premier Properties halftime show here live from Al Bennett Court on the campus of Westlake High School. You're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball only on the Westlake Shop app. Brad Emerson here with Culhane Premier Properties. I've lived in Westlake since 1978, and we've seen a lot of change. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home, why not use someone who knows and lives in our community? For more information, Google realestatethewestlakeway.com. Let me show you how Culhane Premier Properties and I do real estate the Westlake way. Go Shaps! Visit realestatethewestlakeway.com or call 512-563-1748. When you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. Hey, it's Casey, the IT guy. Does downtime of IT infrastructure equal money lost for your company? You owe it to your business to tour Data Foundry's newest data center, Texas 2. This 325,000 square foot purpose-built facility is carrier neutral and offers both retail and wholesale co-location options located on Data Foundry's 40-acre data ranch. It's Austin's newest state-of-the-art data center with service to match. See why Data Foundry is the premier choice for data center co-location. Westlake family owned and operated. Visit datafoundry.com and schedule your tour today. Austin's new choice for BMW is proud to sponsor the Westlake Chaps. Hendrick BMW of South Austin is transforming the luxury car buying experience with a 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility just five miles south of downtown with over 250 new BMWs in stock plus a great selection of certified BMWs. You'll score big with the Hendrick difference. It's an automotive experience beyond your expectations. It's a winning drive just off South I-35 at Stastny Lane and BMWofSouthAustin.com. Welcome back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Your halftime score 28 to 9. Westlake erupting after a 10 point slow start. And a lot of that was due to Aikens just kind of taking the air out of the ball. But we welcome all of you back with us here live from Albinet Court on the campus of Westlake High School. Colhane Premier Properties proud to bring you the halftime show here. Again, Colhane Premier Properties proud to be a sponsor of Westlake Nation. Lifetime chat Brad Emerson is ready to help you with your home. Whether you're buying or selling, call Brad. He knows Austin and he knows Westlake. So call Brad and the all-star team at Colhane Premier Properties at 512-563-1748. That's 563-1748. Let Brad help you with your home the Westlake way. All you have to do is Google Real Estate the Westlake Way. It's realestatethewestlakeway.com is the website. It'll give you all of Brad's information, and you can make the move from there. So make sure when you're ready to buy or sell your home, 
Call Brad Emerson, his team at Colhane Premier Properties. We take a look at the Aikens Eagles offense here in the Elticon Wealth Management halftime stats. Nate Davis with two points and two fouls. Robert Mallett, the fourth, hasn't scored from the field, but does have two personal fouls. Michael Robertson with three points. Of course, he hit that three-pointer in the first quarter, and he is accounting for a third of the offense right now on just one shot. He has one foul. Jackson Henry got into early foul trouble. He's their junior power forward at six foot two. Had three personal fouls in the first quarter. Beto Morales with two points. Jayshon Umpton has not scored yet, but he has unfortunately committed a foul. And Elijah Jackson with a long two-point shot on the board as well. That's their nine for the Aikens Eagles. Davis with two, Robertson with three, Morales with two, and Jackson with two. For the Westlake Chaparrales, it is a spread the wealth, much like it is in Todd Dodge's offense. Here for Robert Lucero's offense, Rory Monroe at six foot four, senior guard, averaging just over six and a half points per ball game. Already has five points. He had the and one opportunity in the second quarter, and of course had the field goal in the first. KJ Adams with just one point scored in the first quarter, came back with eight in the second, has nine at the break. Ian Moat. Three points, and that came on one shot in the first quarter. Connor McManus with two points. Carson May with four points. And Daniel Villarreal with five points. Again, really nobody in foul trouble. Schleppe has one foul. May has one foul. McManus has a foul. KJ has a foul. And Rory Monroe has a foul. So nobody with more than one for the Westlake Chaparrales as they're able to keep their foul numbers down and play disciplined defense against the very long-standing offensive possessions for the Aikens Eagles. It's been quite an interesting first half of basketball here for Aikens, who comes in under second-year head coach Rashad Culver. We mentioned it has been a tough road, 4-15, and 1-5, and five, and it looks like they have implemented a style of basketball here that's at least kept them close in the last couple of ballgames. In fact, you got to remember, as we go through their district season, obviously they've been blown out a number of times, most notably the 67-29 loss at Hayes. But a 58-51 loss to Anderson, and we all know how good a team Anderson can be. Then a 41-38 loss to Austin High. That became a one-possession game, obviously. And then another one-possession game, a 55-52 win over Lehman. So they have been able to find their way with limiting possessions for their opponent and trying to stay high-efficient with their offense. And it's been pretty impressive for the Aikens Eagles just to keep games close. And like you heard Robert Lucero talk about in the shoot-around, they're playing like it's a playoff game because they can't afford to lose too many more ball games. So with Aikens, that is by design. Unfortunately, it doesn't yield a whole lot of points. They only have nine points, Westlake with 28. That's a look at the halftime numbers presented by Elticon Wealth Management. When we come back, more on the Colhane Premier Properties Halftime Show as we continue from Albedic Court here on the campus of Westlake High School. Again, your halftime score, Westlake 28, Aikens 9. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. For over 100 years, the Coverts have sold over 1 million cars in Chevy and GMC trucks. We take a lot of pride in that. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and to be the leader, you have to offer more. We offer five convenient service locations for you to choose from. And, of course, the famous low Covert price. No matter where you shop, no matter what you've been offered, the Coverts will beat it. It's just that simple. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, Highway 71 in Bastrop. 
Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps, and like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click MyCryoFit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your workout. Hey football fans, leave the Hail Marys for the game and go for the sure thing when it comes to satisfying your craving. When you pick up Raisin Cane's for game day, all you have to worry about is the score because we've got the food covered with fresh, never ever frozen chicken fingers, cane sauce, and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. Raisin Cane's chicken fingers, one love. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, located at the corner of Bee Caves Road and Walsh Charlton in the heart of Westlake. Go Shaps! Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on Bee Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake, right here in Westlake. Welcome back to live coverage of Westlake basketball as we conclude the Colhane Premier Properties halftime show. Trying to get an update for you here of the Westlake women who are on the road at Aikens looking to put their district record on the line here for Westlake on the line. A 41-game district winning streak. Pretty impressive stuff here as the Westlake Chaparrales have not lost a district game since a 74-57 loss to Leander. That was back when Leander was in the district. So we're cruising on three years since the since the Westlake Chaparrales have lost a game in district play. And a quick note here, a congratulations to Presley Bennett, Shea Holly, and Bailey Chenoweth, three senior members of the Westlake Chaparrales women's basketball team. As we found out from the McDonald's All-American Games Committee this morning, that all three of those players for the Westlake women's basketball team have been selected and nominated for the McDonald's All-American team. Pretty impressive stuff. Not one, not two, but three seniors for the Westlake women's basketball team nominated to the McDonald's All-American. And, you know, you look at the only McDonald's All-American to come from Westlake High School, and it was Brad Buckman, again, back the class of 2002, as he played on that team as a senior and, of course, obviously went on to a a very uh, lucrative college career with the Texas Longhorns. And, again, uh, it would be pretty interesting to see any one of those three young ladies make the McDonald's All-American team. And now dribble driving to the lane to open things up here in the second quarter is Moat. And Ian gets to the uh, basket. He is fouled. The shot does not count. But he was – actually, it does count. The ball, the basket was actually good, just didn't see the signal from the referee, and that's exactly what happened. So it's an and-one opportunity here for Ian Moat as he has three points on the evening. 
Puts up the shot. The and one is no good, but K.J. skies for the rebound, and the putback is there for K.J. So it's a four-point swing here as Moat adds the field goal. He misses the free throw on the and one, but K.J. comes in with the two-point field goal again on the putback. He has 11 points. Moat with five. So now, just like that, 32-9, to nine, and a 4-0 run to start things up here in the third quarter. The starting five on the floor here for Westlake, Monroe, Adams, Moat, McManus, and May. Of course, starting five also on the floor for Aikens, Mallet the fourth, Davis, Robertson, Henry, and Morales. Now driving into the lane on the baseline is Davis. He kicks it over to Robertson. Robertson back out to the left wing here to Robert Mallet the fourth. He loses the basketball, has to retreat back to the top of the arc to get it. Now resets here with Morales. Morales with nifty dribbling, driving into the lane, putting up the shot. That shot with the left hand, no good. McManus pulls down the rebound. Outlet pass here to Monroe. Monroe to KJ. KJ back to Monroe. That pass tipped, but somehow May gets a hold of it. He puts up the shot. It's no good. Two-on-one break. Davis headed hard to the hole. That shot is good. It'll count, and he is fouled. Good-looking ball movement there for both teams as they both got out into transition. We'll have to wait and see who the foul is on. Shot is up and good for Nate Davis. So he gets the and one. Three points for him, five in the game, and now K.J. rifles a pass to the right corner here to Rory Monroe. Now over to Moat. Actually, that was McManus in the corner, and now a whistle away from the basketball. As a turnover for Wesley, gives the ball back over to Akins. Inbounding the basketball here to Morales' Robertson. Make that Davis. Davis now retreating to the corners as they try to take the air out of the basketball yet again. 6.25 to play here in the third quarter. It is now a 20-point advantage for Westlake, 32-12. And now Morales driving to the lane. Put up the floater here in the middle of the lane with the left hand, and that one is good for Beto Morales. He has four points. First buckets of the second half. Now K.J. trying to beat the full-court press and does. Gets it over to May in the corner to Monroe. Monroe back to K.J. K.J. elevates for the pass, and contact is made on the right block by Jackson Henry. And that will be Henry's fourth personal foul. That's the team's second foul. 32-14 to 14 now with Morales' bucket. Moat picked up defensively by Morales. Now into the high post to K.J. Adams, who baseballs a pass to McManus. McManus to Monroe, back to May down the baseline. Over to Moat. Moat looking for a three-point opportunity here for Rory Monroe. He fires from the corner. That shot no good. Rory follows with a shot. Head fake, puts up the shot, point-blank range. That's no good. May fighting for the rebound, and it's a jump ball. Thought May was trying to really elevate and put the shot back up. The possession arrow will belong with Akins, but tough basketball there on the offensive board. For May, even though the ball goes to Aikens, pretty good effort there down low. 32-14, to 14, it is now an 18-point advantage. It's been as high as 20 for Westlake. As Morales comfortably dribbles with the left hand, waiting for the screen for Robertson. Now he backs off. Morales dribbles back out here as Jackson Henry trying to set a screen here, but he has the basketball. Back over to Robert Mallett, the fourth. Trying to shake May off the dribble. Can't do it. Gives it up to Jackson Henry. Now carrying the basketball back around to the top of the arc is Davis. Gets it over to Morales, who is picked up defensively here in the zone by McManus. Now McManus with a shimmy and a shake. He steps inside of 18 feet and makes the shot. Nice job there by Morales. Now Moat coming down court. 
As he crosses the timeline, he's picked up defensively by Morales. Now Monroe trying to dribble drive to the lane. Kicks it over to Moat. Moat for three in the corner. That one no good. Rebound fought for and tipped out of bounds by K.J. Adams. And it'll belong to Aikens. And there is all kinds of traffic around K.J. Adams. It seems like all times the junior has 11 points in this ballgame at eight in the second quarter after he only had one point via the free throw in the first quarter. 32-16 to 16 now as Westlake opting to give another possession here to the Aikens Eagles. Carson May, the tallest man on the floor, next to K.J., guarding the smallest man on the floor. And now Morales with a step-back three-point shot, and Beto knocks it down from the right wing. Beto erupting here with seven points in this third quarter as he knocks down the three. It is now 32-19, four minutes and 14 seconds to play, and now whistled down low on the right block, and this one's going to be against Aikens. Mankel and Villarreal coming into the ball game here for, we'll wait for the substitution. And Robert Millett, the fourth, with his third personal foul, inbound here from Moat to Villarreal as he finally checks into the game, as does Cade Mankel, clearing out is Moat. Moat dribbling to the right wing over to McManus. Gets it over to the left corner here, and the three-point shot is up and somehow rattles in for Cade, Mac- for Cade Mankel. Good-looking shot there as it went off the front and the back iron and then finally fell through. 35-19 now. Over to the right wing to Robertson. Robertson fakes the pass in the interior, now kicks it back over to the right wing, and resetting it is Michael Robertson. Or make it that uh, Nate Davis as he gets it over to Nate Davis. Robertson again trying to find some room to work with. He's in the left corner now as they reset the half-court offense. Aikens again trying to play that slow-tempo game, trying to control possessions here just so they can keep in it. And now Moat's going to get picked up with a foul here. That's Mo's second personal foul. And the team's second foul here in the quarter. Inbound pass coming here from Morales. Gets it over to Robertson. Back over to Jackson. And now the ball is loose on the floor. Picking it up is Ian Moat. Moat across the timeline here in the right wing. Picks up his dribble. Fires to the corner to Mankel. Mankel interior. Pass down to the low block is to K.J. Adams. And a foul has been called on that interior pass. Foul is going to be Robert Mallett, the fourth with his fourth personal foul. So now big-time foul trouble not only for Mallett but also for Jackson Henry as checking into the ballgame here for the Aikens Eagles is Taro Harris. Junior small forward is in the ballgame here. Moat trying to clear out Morales. Final three minutes here of the third quarter. Chaparral's lead with 35-19. Good strong pass from D- Daniel Villarreal into K.J. Adams. Adams with a one dribble and a turnaround shot at point-blank range, and he connects. So with four in the quarter, K.J. now has 13 points, 37-19. to 19. Westlake with the lead. Morales waiting for Robertson, trying to make a move there. Around him, can't do it, trying to shake Mankel. This 5-8 guard, slices his way into the lane, puts up the shot, and the foul is called on Mankel. So Cade picks up his first personal foul. 
And third team foul here for Westlake. It was in the act of shooting, so Morales will go to the line. Morales having a whale of a third quarter with seven points. He has nine in the ballgame. And he'll stride to the line for the first time. First shot is up and no good off the front iron. Getting ready for a line change here for the Westlake Chaparrales as Blake Nielsen is in the ballgame for Connor McManus. Diego Schleppe has also checked into the ballgame. Blake Nielsen, the 6'2 junior guard. 37-19 as Morales bends his knees and fires the right-handed shot. That one no good. Pulling down the rebound as Daniel Villarreal gets the outlet pass to Cade Mankel. Mankel slowly dribbling on the far side. Gets it across the timeline to DV. Villarreal over to Schleppe. Schleppe back over to Nielsen. Nielsen back to Schleppe. Schleppe looking to get K.J. Adams the ball down in the right corner. K.J. taking on two defenders. Drives to the hole. That shot up no good, but a foul is going to be called, and I believe it's an offensive foul on K.J. Adams. We'll have to see if he either – yep, that's exactly what the situation is. It'll be a – that's K.J.'s second personal foul. And the team's fourth, 37-19, 2-13 to play. Morales comes across the timeline here after another foul, turns the ball over, back over to Akins. Here comes the double team in the zone, but Morales just trying to dribble out of it. Now looking to work around a screen here by Jackson Henry. Doesn't have it. Now Robertson from the left wing drives the baseline, puts up the shot. Henry comes down with the rebound and resets here for Akins. Good hustle there by Henry on the floor with four fouls. Beautiful job there. 148 on the third quarter clock. Westlake, like I mentioned, 37-19. And now Nate Davis trying to attack K.J. Adams. Drives into the hole. Puts up the finger roll shot. That one's no good. It's an air ball. And K.J. Adams comes down with it. And now a whistle as he gained possession of the basketball. Not too sure what the call is here. They're going to say that he traveled with the basketball. Interesting. Nonetheless, it's a turnover, and Morales is going to inbound it again. Trying to get it here to Jackson Henry. Doesn't have it. Trying to find a way. A bounce pass here. Trying to deny Jackson Henry. He somehow gets it. Defended bare by Daniel Villarreal. And now Robertson at the top of the arc. Guided tightly here by Cade Mankel. He tries to dribble through the double team. Doesn't have it. Three-point shot is up here from the left corner. Good-looking opportunity there for Harris to hit the shot. It's no good. But Westlake pulls down the rebound. Schleppe over to the left wing to Nielsen. Nielsen thought about it. Had the shot for a moment. Then he gives it up to Schleppe. Back to DV. Villarreal back to Schleppe. Cuts to the hole. Does DV. Puts up the shot. The shot is good. And count the foul. But it's unfortunately going to be an offensive foul on Daniel Villarreal. Wow, that was a good-looking move to the hole in the give-and-go game there. But unfortunately, a little too much shoulder as Villarreal picks up his first personal foul. That's the 15th foul for Westlake. Final minute of the third quarter, 37-19. Davis comes into the front court, gives it up to the left wing here to Robertson. Back to Davis. Davis driving to the baseline, working through traffic, puts up the shot. He is fouled. The shot is no good from the right block, but good job there. Just trying to get to the hole for Nate Davis. And he'll have two shots coming up. So Blake Nielsen picks up the first personal foul here for his first few minutes of action. As he has one, Davis, the right-handed shot, and the first one is up and good. For Davis, he is now two for two in free throws as he made the and one earlier in the quarter. He now has six points, 37 to 20. 
17-point advantage here for Westlake. It's been as high as 20. Second shot is no good off the front iron. Rebound, Daniel Villarreal. Outlet pass to Cade Mankel. Mankel across the timeline here in front of the broadcast table. Now he picks up his dribble. Bounce pass over to Schleppe. Schleppe picked up by Davis. Gets it over to Nielsen. Nielsen down low to K.J. Adams. Here comes the open, the uh, triple team here. Finding the open man shouldn't be hard, and that's Cade Mankel in the corner for three. Good look there by K.J. as the ball was contested coming out as he drew not only the double but the triple team, and Mankel came open for a wide-open shot. He now has six, two made three-pointers here. And the final 20 seconds in the third quarter now belongs to the Aikens Eagles, down 20 points yet again. 40-20, to 20, Davis with the basketball, turns it over here to Mankel. Mankel with a behind-the-back dribble, slows everything down, thought about attacking the rim. Now he's going to reset the offense here in the final eight seconds. Schleppe over to Nielsen. Nielsen looking down low to KJ. KJ waits for the double team, trying to find his man, kicks it back out to Schleppe. Schleppe with a head fake, turns, fires, and that one is no good as it uh, unfortunately falls errant there, and that'll do it for the third quarter of action. Fourth quarter coming up, Westlake leading Aikens 40-20. to 20. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps. And like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click mycryofit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your workout. Hey, it's Casey, the IT guy. Does downtime of IT infrastructure equal money lost for your company? You owe it to your business to tour Data Foundry's newest data center, Texas 2. This 325,000 square foot purpose-built facility is carrier neutral and offers both retail and wholesale co-location options located on Data Foundry's 40-acre data ranch. It's Austin's newest state-of-the-art data center with service to match. See why Data Foundry is the premier choice for data center co-location. Westlake family owned and operated. Visit datafoundry.com and Schedule your tour today. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Mankel, Schleppe, KJ Adams, Nielsen, and Villarreal on the floor here for the Westlake Chaparrales. It is Elijah Jackson here. Now the lob pass. From Mankel down to K.J. Adams. He can't control it, but he's able to tip it back out. Schleppe looking to fire a three-point shot. That one is no good. K.J. with the rebound. Goes up for the dunk, and the dunk unfortunately bricks off the backboard, or off the back iron, rather. So he misses the dunk on the putback. Now driving is Davis. Davis drives straight into the lane through traffic over Schleppe and connects. So for Davis, his first two points here in the fourth quarter, he has actually, I believe he has make it six in the half, eight overall. 40-22, to 22, the lead is 18. Nielsen gets caught in the trap, but he's going to follow, unfortunately, travel with the basketball as he kind of spun around on that pivot foot to get away from the double team from Robertson and Davis. So it will be Eagles basketball. Harris will inbound. He'll do so into the backcourt, and retreating to retrieve the basketball is Morales. So Beto across the timeline here with the left-handed dribble, picked up defensively here by Diego Schleppe, who fights off the screen here. Nielsen picks him up, and now back up to Jackson. Elijah passes the ball to Robertson. Mike looking to make a move into the paint. Doesn't. Elevates. Passes the ball off to Jackson. Jackson going baseline. Underneath the hoop. Kicks it out to Morales. Morales thought about a three-pointer, but Nielsen is there defensively. Now pulls up. Has the ball poked away from him by DV. DV into the open court, but that Schleppe pass is intercepted by Davis. Davis with a one-on-two break, driving all the way in. The shot is up and good. And Nate Davis is feeling it now. Four points in the first two possessions. 
And now down to a 16-point advantage. It's been as high as 20, but a nice little 4-0 run here for Akins. Down 40-24. to 24. Final six and a half minutes here in regulation. Schleppe has the ball poked away from him again, but Nielsen is able to track down the loose ball. Good defense, and now reaching in and trying to tip the ball away from him is Morales. Schleppe now looking to lob it over to Nielsen. Nielsen with a wide-open three-point shot. That one is no good. Mankel with the rebound. The putback, no good from the left block. Still fighting for the loose ball. Davis has it. Akins across the timeline. Again, a one-on-three break. Davis going up, and it is rejected. Wow, what a block from K.J. Adams. As you knew, the one-on-three break was coming. The trailer was K.J., and you knew that the second Davis tried to put the shot up, he was going to swat it away. But nonetheless, a foul called. It'll be the 17th foul for Westlake. The foul's not on K.J. as that ball was actually ricocheted as he blocked the ball from behind as the shot went up. But nonetheless, Davis is going to shoot the front of the front end of two free throws. He misses the first one, and Moat's going to check in for Schleppe. Forty to twenty-four, and as I mentioned, a four-zero run here. Aikens into the bonus with the seventeen fouls here as Davis steps back in. The second of two free throws is up, and it is good. So Davis now with five in the quarter. And now Westlake with six minutes left to play here in the fourth quarter. Trying to beat the full court press, the high pass to Nielsen. Nielsen can't sky and get it. Just a high pass in the half court trap there by Akins, And it works again as Westlake allows the turnover. And now Morales has the ball go off his heel and retreating from the inbound pass was Davis, and he tried to make contact with the basketball as it came across the timeline, but it was still well behind mid the uh, midcourt stripe there, so it's an over and back and another turnover here for Akins. 40-26, to 26, a 14-point advantage here. Into the high post goes K.J. Adams. He kicks it over to Nielsen. Nielsen with a good-looking three-point shot. That one with the corner, and it's good for Blake Nielsen. Nicely done. As Nielsen gets three points here with that shot from the corner. Now one of two from the field. Both shots coming from beyond the arc as Nielsen, the junior guard, knocks down a three-point shot, 43-26. to The lead back up to 17. Here's Davis at the top of the arc. Now he'll retreat, try to reset the offense here. 5-15 to play here in regulation in the fourth quarter with the Westlake Chaparrales in a comfortable lead here, but Aikens battling, driving down the left side of the lane is Jayshon Upton, and Upton has his first field goal as he finishes with the left hand. Two points for him, beating the full press is Mankel. Mankel tries to hit K.J. Adams. Adams with a behind-the-back pass to the trailer as he ran out of real estate on that good look down low by Mankel to K.J., but K.J. just ran out of real estate, and he tried the behind-the-back pass to get it out to the shooter on the left wing. And unfortunately, it just scoots out of bounds. We will have a a bit of a line change here. I mentioned Upton's in the game now. Monroe, May, and McManus have checked back into the ballgame. So now we have the starting five on the floor here for the Westlake Chaparrales. Now Morales, who has yet to come out of the ballgame. Gets it over to Robertson. Robertson picked up defensively here in this 2-3 zone. Now the give and go here to Davis. Davis puts up the shot. It's too strong on the layup. Monroe comes down with the rebound. Monroe picked up by Upton defensively. 
He bounced passes it over to Moat. Moat with the head fake now dribbles out of traffic and will reset the offense. Four and a half minutes to play. Now Mo dribbling into the left side of the lane. Gives it up to May on the right wing and over to Rory Monroe who spots up with a three-pointer in the corner and it is good for Rory Monroe. Nice looking shot there. Rory with eight points as he knocks down that three-pointer. Very efficient basketball here. The lead back up to 18-46 to 28. And now the errant pass here for Akins turns the basketball over. Harris just can't get to it. And Elijah Jackson will come in for Harris. 401-46-28. Your score. As I mentioned, an 18-point advantage. As Moat dribbles across the timeline here as he watched the clock dip inside. Four minutes to play here in the fourth. Upton staying with him over to the left wing to McManus. McManus still looking for the cutter. Doesn't have it. He'll dribble. Get it back over to Moat to the right wing to K.J. Adams. Good pass to the corner. A spot-up three-pointer from the left corner for McManus. It's not there, but the putback is for K.J. Adams. Not one rebound, but two as he got control of the basketball and delivered. That's his first points of the fourth quarter. 15 overall, and now going hard to the hole here is Upton. That shot altered and missed. Moat gives it up to K.J. K.J. spins, and a traveling violation is going to be called as he got kind of caught in midair. He drug that foot across the lane there just inside the free throw line, and it's another traveling violation here. And it looks like that will do it for K.J. Adams here with three minutes and 13 seconds. We see Preston Clark, the 6'5 sophomore forward, coming to the ballgame here. It's a 20-point advantage, matches the largest lead of the night here for Westlake as they lead 48-28 to with 3.09 to play. Jaden Greathouse has checked into the ballgame. So it's Clark and Jaden Greathouse now elevating here with a nice pass in the lane, down low, intended for Jackson. He lost the ball momentarily, did Davis, and the ball went out of bounds. Great house will inbound for Westlake, and now a timeout's going to be called here by the Chaparrales. Just trying to get their personnel correct. We'll be back in a moment. This is Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still. And let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. We welcome you back as Westlake controls the basketball here from the left wing. Slicing his way in the lane is Jake Greathouse. That shot's too strong. Akins comes back. The Eagles trying to fly with Davis. Can't do it. Now an NBA range three-pointer from Robertson. That shot is no good from the left wing, although it looked really good. May comes down with the rebound into the front court to McManus. McManus trying to beat the press here as they get it across the timeline. May finds a wide-open Preston Clark for a three-pointer. That one a bit errant as his shot drifts left and unfortunately falls out of bounds. 
as a 20-point lead with two minutes and 20 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Joe Taylor joining you. Make sure you stay tuned for the BMW South Austin Drive Home featuring the postgame thoughts of Robert Lucero. Now over to the right wing here is Davis. Now back up top to Jackson. Over to Robertson. Robertson trying to make a move around. Carson made. Puts up the shot. It's a wild one. That one no good. Jackson trying to control the rebound. Can't do it as McManus tries to uh, tip his hand in there and get control of the basketball. He's the last one to touch it. We're seeing a couple of uh, newcomers into the ball game here as getting an opportunity late in the game is Ian Goring, the uh, 6'2 senior point guard, and also into the ball game is Christian Harrelson, the 6'7 senior post for the final two minutes here in the fourth quarter. Here's Upton. Upton dribble driving to the lane, trying to find room. Has some down low, but a foul is called. It'll be a two-shot penalty here as the foul is called on Goring, his first personal. And Ian Gearing, unfortunately, picking up an immediate foul here on Upton. Upton drills the front end of the one-and-one. And And for Upton, that is his first free throw made. And, of course, his free throw attempt. He is one of one. Now has three points of the ballgame, looking for four here as the southpaw puts up the shot. It's no good. Rebound Preston Clark. Clark looking to give up to Jaden Greathouse. Greathouse coming across the timeline here. Picked up by Jackson. Looking for a Harrelson screen. Works his way right. Now back left over to McManus. McManus back over to Greathouse. 140 to play here in regulation. 48 to 29 your score. Now McManus onto the right wing. Dribbles back out to the top of the arc. Looking to dribble to the left side. Gives it up to Greathouse. Greathouse looking to drive baseline. Looking for an open spot. Harrelson steps back beyond the arc. That three-point shot no good. Harrelson gets the long carom. And uh, now Greathouse in the right corner. Picks up his dribble as he lost it momentarily. Gets it back out to Gearing. Now Ian going to work here in the half-court offense. Into the high post here to Preston Clark. Clark gets it down low. Wide open is Gearing. He tries the shot, and it's good. He thought he was running out of real estate. He turned around and just made the point-blank jumper. Nice job there by Gearing as he collects his first two points of the night, 50-29, to 29, final minute of regulation here as Morales trying to work against McManus. Gets it over to Mike Robertson. Robertson trying to make a move here with the basketball, picks up the left-handed dribble, dribbles to the left. Jackson with a head fake, gets it back over to Robertson, and now a timeout's going to be called, and it'll be a 30-second timeout. For Aikens, we will keep it here. And, of course, in the final 45 seconds, we invite you again to stay tuned to the BMW of South Austin drive home. It'll feature the comments of head coach Robert Lucero. We'll wrap up some postgame stats and, of course, look forward to both teams taking on the Austin High Maroons. For the Westlake men, they will go to Austin High. We will actually be here at Westlake covering the women's game as they look to continue their winning ways in District 25-6A after the loss to Lake Travis to kind of start the district season off. The Westlake women have uh, stormed back with four consecutive wins since dropping that game to Lake Travis on December 20th. Now Upton's going to inbound the basketball here. Breaking away to the top of the arc is Davis. Nate picked up defensively here by Jaden Greathouse. Greathouse, of course, the good freshman from the Westlake wide receiver core. Driving to the hole is Upton, and Greathouse is going to pick up his foul. So Greathouse picks up his first personal foul. That's the team's ninth foul. So once again, into the bonus. Upton will have a, a shot here. He is one for two, make it two for three. 
as he now has four points in the ballgame. Back down to a 20-point advantage for Westlake, 50-30, to 30, as they lead Akins in the final 34 seconds in this one. Solid left-handed shot here, but it looks like we are going to see the shot is no good there as they're calling a lane violation on Akins. So 50-30 to 30 as Clark looking to inbound to beat the press, gets it into Greathouse. Greathouse trying to beat the trap, and it goes off the leg of Upton. So 32 seconds remain, and Aiken is still battling hard despite down 20 points, trying to get it into Gearing. Does Preston Clark. Gearing trying to work around Davis. Can't do it. Now he's got a head of steam across the timeline. Gearing loses the basketball momentarily, dribbles behind the back, able to maintain control, picks up his dribble, gets it out to Harrelson. Harrelson finds Greathouse. Greathouse with the reverse layup, and that shot is blocked. Nice job by Harris putting his arm out there and just letting his hand do the rest of the work as he blocked Greathouse's shot. Not necessarily the shot you want to see from him, but that's the athleticism Greathouse provides as he went to the rim hard. He'll inbound the basketball to Preston Clark. Clark looking to give it over to Gearing. Gearing, who has a field goal in this game, Trying to shake his way around Davis. He gives to Harrelson. Back over to Gearing. Back over to Greathouse. Greathouse will just let this one dribble out. And the Westlake Chaparrales will move their district record to 7-0, 23-1. And now a 42-game winning streak for the Westlake Chaparrales. And how about just the amount of scoring in this one by a number of gentlemen. You have 15 points total for K.J. Adams. And we'll give you the final totals here for everyone else. But it's been quite the process here in patience with Aikens really taking the air out of the basketball. But Westlake victorious nonetheless. They win by 20. Your final score as we head to the BMW South Austin drive home. Westlake 50, Aikens 30. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on Bee Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake right here in Westlake. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. Welcome you back to the BMW South Austin Drive Home at BMW South Austin. They strive to be a leader in the auto industry as the premier retailer worldwide. Like the Shafts, they believe in teamwork, trust, respect, integrity, accountability, and passion. It's not just about BMWs. It's about you, the customers. Check out the new showroom at 5501 South I-35 on the frontage road and on the northbound access road just north of Stastny. BMW South Austin, proud sponsors of Westlake Nation. 50-30, to 30, the final score here as we are joined here in the postgame by Robert Lucero and Coach. It was a lesson 
Jackson in patience today with the way that Aikens tried to take the air out of the basketball, really not necessarily playing four-corner basketball, but really taking all the time to limit possessions. What's your strategy when you knew that they were going to kind of come in with that opportunity to slow the game down the way that they did? I mean, it's it's uh, once the game gets going, and I think at one point it was 10-5, to 5, and they're still taking having very long possessions, and you can even hear the coach say, uh, you know, we want to limit their possessions, um, you know, to, to start trapping and doing stuff like that when you're up. It just doesn't seem very fundamental to me. So, you know, that you're going to have to just grind through long possessions. And, you know, the, the hardest thing to play against, if you, uh, I think, is, uh, uh, you know, man defense that doesn't let you run you what you want to do. And, uh, you know, the you, we have some scheme as far as rotations and all that. But for the most part, you know, we're, we're straight up with our man and, uh, you know, we put a lot of time into it, and so uh, you don't want to just all of a sudden start doing something different because the other team holds the ball. I never really felt at any point in the game that they were threading the lead and it got up to 20, and then so even at that point, you're like, well, we have, you know, we talked about it in, um, in uh, we playing Bowie because we thought Bowie might hold it, and the little stack delay that Aikens ran, that's something that Bowie ran, and so we actually had uh, practice trapping that before the Bowie game. Um, and so we, we didn't have to trap it because we were up. Um, you know, we talked about it again at halftime, and if for some reason they had start, uh, you know, got the lead and we had to trap it, we would have. Um, and then they ran a little five out. That was cutter, cutter. Diego trapped it one time and got a steal. But, you know, for the most part, uh, when you're up and the other team's holding the ball, it's just like, you know, well, you know, it doesn't seem right just to go trap it just to try to, you know, score more points. You, you have the opportunity to see what uh, the damage that can be done against the perimeter. When you have good perimeter offense and you're able to move the ball against Bowie, you saw what could happen down on the post when KJ's doubled. He scores 36 points, most of those from the paint. Tonight, obviously, their attention trying to space your guys out and forcing the perimeter game in your offensive sets really gave a lot of guys opportunities. And just running down the, the tally sheet here, Daniel Villarreal with five points. Mankel with six. Two made three-pointers in the third quarter. May with four. McManus with two. Moat with five. Uh, you, you look at KJ obviously leading the way at 15, but eight points for Rory Monroe, including a three-pointer in the corner. You, you could really see a total team effort tonight on offense when the shots weren't there down low for KJ. Yeah, you know, they were, you know, playing real physical down there, not letting the ball go in. And when it did, uh, you know, he just kicked it across. You know, K got a three on the double. Uh, Rory got the three on the double. And so, uh, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. One of the things that uh, KJ does really well is uh, kind of does what takes what the defense gives them. And uh, on uh, Saturday, the double didn't come quick or the help side defense didn't come quick. And he was pretty much by himself. You know, they would send a double every now and then, but it was usually late. Um, you know, Aikens was sending it really early, um, you know, on the catch or even before the catch. And so when he did get it, he just fired it to the other side of the floor and guys had open shots. And so they have to be aggressive and um, you know, the, you play on the first side of the floor with a double, and then you kick to the other side, and then you have, a, uh, you know, what you do on the second side. And I thought our guys did a good job of uh, our low big was ducking in or flaring, and then we got some threes over there. You talk about uh, the ability to go 10, 11, sometimes even 12 deep when you get up by this much to try to build some depth. But, you know, really, I love I love the strategy that I see with, with KJ because I, I think it's – something different he's not just staying on the floor because he's your number one scoring threat or he's that physical presence down low he's staying on the floor to kind of get himself ready for the grind and I think physically that kind of connects not only KJ but everybody else some 
guys come off the floor for long stretches depending on foul trouble but KJ at least in these four district games that we've been able to cover he hasn't really come off the floor all that much until tonight what's the strategy by keeping your guys on the floor for as long as possible well I mean you know you, you practice really hard to get into shape and he takes a, he does a good job of taking care of himself and some guys can can handle a ton of minutes you know playing really hard and and some need a breather here and there and so he's just one of those guys, those guys that can take on a lot of minutes and um, you know, it doesn't seem to affect him at all. Uh, you know, a high school game is pretty short. You think it's uh, you know, 32 minutes. I'm not a math major, so that math might be off, but it's only 32 <laughs> minutes. You know, guys in the NBA play 40, and they have way more possessions than a high school game. Um, you know, guys in college regularly play 30 minutes. So uh, 32 minutes, uh, you know, he's probably, probably playing, I don't know, if I looked at our stats, it would probably be 26, 28 minutes. Um, it's really not that much when, uh, uh, when you really think about it, and especially like a game tonight when there's – you know, not a ton of possessions. You might have some long possessions on the defensive end, but they're just holding the ball. So um, I remember one time uh, took Brock out of a game, and Brock was a lot different than KJ when he came out of the game. But he said, oh, I don't know why we practice so hard if I'm just going to come out of the game. And, you know, why, why do I need to get in so great shape to go through two-hour practice if you're just not going to play me the whole game? It kind of cracked me up and made me th think about that. But, you know, KJ goes through the entire practice, and he, you know, he's in shape for it. So if it was uh, something where I thought it affected his uh, play negatively, then we'd probably get him a minute, or if it was a game that was really up and down, we'd probably get him a minute. Um, and, um, and, and you know, we could play DB at that spot. Um, we can play a little smaller. Cade and Rory both uh, get a lot of reps at that in practice. It's something that we're trying to prepare for um, just in case, you know, you, KJ gets two early fouls and uh, you do have to uh, bring him out of the game in the first half. I feel like we're prepared for it, but at this point we just haven't had to go, go take him out yet. Final thought, Coach. One of the things that we talked about in the pregame was maintaining focus in a team that obviously you are more talented than a, a team that you expect to win. When you go into a game, a rival game, especially at Austin High, the word focus just doesn't seem to get it because it's one of those environments where everybody – comes out for that one despite the records you just kind of throw it out and and basically say you know what it's Westlake and it's Austin High and it's going to be a raucous environment preparing now that you have the Tuesday you've got Wednesday Thursday a full boat as you prepare for Friday what goes into the mindset of being able to stay focused for a rival game like that oh it's like uh you know it's um it's, if, sometimes you feel like every team's your rival you know like uh Every team comes out and, like uh, Coach Collier said, the, their team's going to play play you guys like it's their Super Bowl. And so, um, you know, it's the same preparation. You try to stay even. Um, it, you know, you, you can't get ready for Austin High or Lake Travis or Anderson or any of the Bowie, at Bowie, any of those games the, the two days before. And it's kind of like the preparation that you put in uh, since the first day of school. So, uh, you know, we'll get after it the next two days the same way that we got after it to get ready for this game. And then, uh, you know, you try to stay level-headed. Uh, um, it's not what what happened. It's not the, the last play that matters in this game. It's the, in, in this type of game, it's the, next, it's the next play. So we'll just, you know, try to rem remind them that uh, what's important now, you know, we always ask in, uh, in culture class or in practice, when something goes bad, and uh, we always ask Preston, he always says it's the next play, and so you just worry about the next play. 7-0 and in district play. That's 42 district wins in a row, and I know you're not thinking about it, and, and it's kind of – it mimics that – that idea of winning streaks in the NBA. You know, I think about, you know, all the all the pressure that, that actually winds up. But the great part is it's all separated by seasons. And, and I, I don't think the, the guys are fully aware of just how impressive it is. This is a program thing, not a team thing. Yeah, it goes back, you know, it started long, you know, years ago. It started, uh, you know, you think we lost that game at Leander. And, you know, that was our one district loss last, that year. And then the year before we lost that one game at Dell Valley. And, 
um, you know, you, you, that, those are the games that really stick with you. You know, I, I can remember every play in some in some of those games, but um, it started uh, with some of the guys and they set the foundation. And um, you know, the, there's guys in the program: Mo, Rory, Carson, DV, KJ. All these guys have gone through practices uh, with those guys that started the streak. So it started, you know, it started back when uh, you had guys buy in and how to prepare for games, and then it just carries over and. Uh, you know, even though you can't coach this team from where last team, last year's team was, uh, there is some stuff that set it in place. There's some expectations that started years ago with other guys. Coach, enjoy the time with little Bo and Thank the wife you. at home. Uh, it's probably diaper duty for you. <laughs> for sure. Uh, but uh, congratulations on the win again, 52-30. They take care of the Aikens Eagles. And Robert Lucero, of course, uh, joined here on the BMW of South Austin drive home. We're Westlake victorious over Aikens. We'll be right back to wrap things up here from Al Bennett Court on the campus of Westlake High School. This is Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Taking the Kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still. And let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice-cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast, too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. 50-30, your final score here. We bring you the uh, finals point totals here presented uh, by Elticon Wealth Management. Two points for Elijah Jackson, four for Jayshon Upton. They get all four of those, does Upton, in the fourth quarter. Nine points for Beto Morales, who hit uh, not only a big three-pointer in the third quarter, but uh, two field goals as well. He finishes with nine points, and uh, Michael Robertson, three points, 11 points for Nate Davis, and that would have do it for the Aikens Eagles. 11 points for Davis, 3 for Robinson, 9 for Morales, 4 for Upton, and 2 for Jackson. For the Westlake Chaparrales, Rory Monroe finishes with 8 points, K.J. Adams with 15 points, Ian Moat with 5, Connor McManus with 2, Carson May with 4, Cade Mangle with two big three-pointers in the third quarter and uh, six points. He finishes with those two shots. Daniel Villarreal with five points and uh, Ian Gearing with uh, two points. So, again, that is a look at the final totals presented by Elticon Wealth Management here on the BMW South Austin Drive Home. Coming up next on the broadcast schedule, the Westlake women victorious this evening, 59-28. to They win on the road at Aikens. They will take on Austin High. We will have that game for you here at... Uh, 
Al Bennett Court on the campus of Westlake High School will be on the air for that game. So make sure you join us. And, of course, Westlake and Austin High, a raucous environment for the men's side. But uh, we uh, we owe the women some coverage as well. And that game might be a little bit closer than the game at Austin High. But it's always an interesting matchup there. When you go inside what I call the uh, concrete cave of Austin High and the Maroons Court, very difficult not only to uh, to hear but also difficult when it comes to you know all the cell phones that are in that area and and it's just a, an unbelievable environment. But we will have the Westlake women's game on the air for the Shap app. We'll have this game available for you. And if you get a chance, go to westlakeshaps.com and go to the Shap vault. We have a couple of uh, on-demand games for you there. Some fourth quarter and post-game coverage from a couple of women's games as well as a couple of the men's games. Of course, we have the full game for Bowie. And we'll upload this game as well as Westlake beats Aikens tonight 50-30. to Thanks so much for joining us wherever you may be. Again, the final score here from Albany Court on the campus of Westlake High School. Westlake defeating Aikens 50-30, moving to 7-0 in district play and 23-1 overall. Aikens falling to 4-16, 1-6 in district play. That'll do it. Thanks so much for joining us, and it's been a pleasure giving you live coverage of Westlake basketball right here on the Westlake Shop app. You're listening to Westlake Basketball. Brought to you by Independence Title. Plains, Capital Bank, St. David's South Austin Medical Center, Data Foundry, Elite Heating and Air, Covert Auto, Arrive, Luxury and Property Management. And brought to you by CryoFit, Recovery and Wellness, Austex, Fence and Deck, Colhane, Premier Property, Elticon, Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. And by Hendrick Auto Group, Hat Creek Burger Company, Victory Medical Center at Westlake, Cricket Shirt. Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina. And by Texas Honey Ham. Steam Tea. UBO. White Gloves Storage and Delivery. Point Collision Center. Elgar Insurance Company. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. And by Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes. <laughs>